You're a real crumb bum. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? So now it's fourth and 26. You want Philly Philly? This is Miracle in the Meadowlands, number two. And the Eagles fan. The Eagles fan. <laughs> Eagles fans everywhere. This is for you. Hello again and welcome to your favorite podcast, The Philly Specialist. I'm Eric, joined by Dom. We are here going into week 16. Se- 17. Week 17. Into week 17. I'm a little thrown off by the added the extra, week. I don't like changes and the Tuesday game, terrible. The The week 18, terrible. Don't like change. It scares me. I don't know. It's the 16th game. Six, That's where I think. 16th game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all fucked. We, up. Yeah, it's it's all fucked, and and we're in the middle of what I think many people consider a week that doesn't actually exist. This yes. week between Christmas and New Year's, I was talking to Naomi about it today. I'm like, I don't know how people treat this week, but I feel like it's the most fluid week of nothingness uh, between. You just kind of float. Mm-hmm. You just kind of float in between it, especially like I. I mean, I got to go to work every day. Some people have off, but I'm I'm at work, so it's just like. Ugh, and disgusting. I feel like it's the most unproductive work. Like I've I've had a few things come up with work, but I've been mostly off. And like when I get on something that should take me fifteen minutes takes me an hour and a half. Um, like prepping the the show sheet today, Naomi was like, "You said it was going to be twenty minutes, and it's been an hour and a half." Fell into like seventeen uh, QB school videos, but that's that's my own fault. I'm not productive on days like this. this I week. can't blame you. Uh, so the Eagles last week, they defeated the Giants, got that revenge out of their system a little bit. Crazy game. What yeah. a weird, insane game. Yeah, they're, they're, the last two games have been very interesting in the way that they're starting terribly. Uh, I think Washington game was a bad first quarter, uh, and then this game was clearly a bad first half. A really bad half, yeah. Ending but 3-3. But they did no turn p- it on. I mean, they turned it on big. Yeah, they did. They did. And it's just they were sloppy coming out for the last two weeks now, and I don't know how much that has to do with being off schedule in terms of the Tuesday game, the short rest. Sirianni had uh, COVID Sirianni with and COVID. was cleared just the day before, so no coach, you know, lots of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. I do think that, you know, we have to consider, as much as I like Nick Sirianni, and I've defended him a lot during this year. I think we do have to consider, and it's probably just from his inexperience, but there might be a, a little bit of a problem with preparation. Yeah, it seems like he can. I, th- I think with being a first time play caller and a first time coach at the same time, it's been pretty interesting in that he seems to be doing a lot better from the beginning of the year to now as a play caller. I think the play designs, the execution, um, you know, in terms of the routes, things like that, uh, he's doing a lot better job with that. But then at the same time, um, he's not performing as well uh, in that getting people ready, cleaning up penalties. I think that there are two kind of distinct jobs, and I think he has more to work on on like the the idea of like the head coach versus the play caller, which I think he's getting. He's shown that he's pretty damn good at at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Listen, everybody was up his ass about the flower comment, and there were people talking about him being a one-and-done coach, and he's definitely come a very long way, and I don't mean to disparage him at all. That's my guy. I, I, I like Nick Sirianni. I'm not saying anything bad about him. I think we're, like, you know, a little bit more experience for him away from that not really being a problem, but the reason it concerns me is because the Eagles have a significant chance right now to see a playoff game. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, listen, I, it's not a Super Bowl team or anything. I, I get that. But 
you get into a playoff game with a Dallas team that's maybe been skidding a little bit, or, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another NFC team that could make it that you Cardinals. might be. Uh, nah, I think the Cardinals are Cardinals gonna, are I think they're going to get back. I know, I, but I, I just they think lost, they're going to get it they back. They lost Hopkins and stuff. But I think... Niners. Yeah, Niners, another team. Uh, the, the Eagles, I mean, coming into the season, I think we said playing well, showing progress, that's a roaring success. Now we're looking at a potential playoff berth. I think if they can close it out, which they do have the opportunity to clinch this week, and we can get into that uh, this uh, a little later on, but... Um, what a what a turnaround this season's been since two and five to now being in the, in a potential situation to uh, clinch a playoff berth. It's it's a really just been a lot better than I think anybody expected, and I think that's a, a testament to everybody involved on this team so far. Yeah, I mean, listen, preseason when we did our thing, uh, we did an episode where we did like a prediction, and I think we both thought that there was an outside outside shot that they could squeeze nine or ten wins out, mm-hmm. and. I, they're actually, uh, I think we retracted that statement like two weeks later. But <laughs> yes, yeah, that was <laughs> I, in all fairness. But you know, I think they're they're actually in a position to maybe have ten wins. I mean, that's, that's yes. I mean, they have to have ten wins if we're talking about a playoff berth. At this point, they have to win the next two games, I believe. Yeah. So it, you know, let's just get into the the scenarios. So the Eagles do not actually they control their own destiny. So if they win the next two games, it doesn't matter. They make the playoffs. But if they win next week. And San Francisco wins in the 425 game, and Green Bay beats Minnesota in Green Bay. Uh, the Eagles will clinch the playoffs and are able to rest starters in Week 18 because they'll be pretty much locked into that either seventh or sixth uh, playoff seed. If uh, if the Eagles win and some of those other things don't happen, they still have the opportunity uh, to do it themselves by beating Dallas or uh, I think one San Francisco loss or one Minnesota loss. There's a there's a ton of stuff out there from a gentleman named uh, Denzies Selman on Twitter. Uh, he does a really good like infograph every week and has been updating it. So that's that's like the most I don't want to call it the most likely situation, but the easiest road for a playoff berth will be that the Eagles win at one. At four or five, the San Fran, uh, San Francisco 49ers beat Houston, and then uh, at the eight twenty game, Minnesota loses to Green Bay in Green Bay, and the Eagles will be uh, clinch a playoff berth. They may have something to play for the following week to get that like sixth, and I think they even have like a outside outside shot at the last wild card. At like, I think the Rams need to lose out or some things mm-hmm. that just don't seem likely, but. Uh, just an incredible situation to be in to to be able to clinch a playoff berth early after spending most of the year when we were even doing that playoff uh, like view maybe a couple weeks ago we were looking at Dallas as being in a situation where they won't need that game now uh, we're we're in a position where we may not need that game we may be resting starters uh, which is just just a perfect representation of the NFL in 2021. But but in all likelihood, the I think the scenario we all see as most likely is that the Eagles are going to have to win the next two games to get in. I Am think, I understanding that? I think the most likely, I think San Fran is favored heavily against Houston and Green Bay is favored heavy, heavy against Minnesota. So I, I'm not saying it's likely, but I will be betting on that outcome and we can get to that in the bet of the week, but Ooh, the, parlay. The, the parlay of the week is going to be uh, the Eagles make the playoff parlay. Uh, <laughs> so go. It's funny going into this week. It's like to me, 
this this game has been giving me nightmares for, since the New York Giants game, the first Giants game. I have been up at night thinking about this Washington game. Not that I looked at any this second Giants game as a gimme, but I thought we're going to split with the Giants like always. And mm-hmm. I did believe we were a better team than them. That and they caught us on a bad day. This game's been giving me fits. Yeah, this is this is going to be a, a, a huge game. I think uh, as of last week. Washington may be on the cusp or already eliminated from playoff contention. So it's hard to say how much that game is going to mean to them. They'd love, listen, but, but I think playing they would spoilers, love to play spoiler, I think. Yeah, and I think, yeah, well, hopefully they, they don't start. Uh, they, they're thinking about starting Kyle Allen, or I think Kyle Allen's getting some player t- playing time over Tyler Henneke. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to know what you're going to see out of Washington this week, which is, I guess, a good and a bad thing, but they're – as much as they want to play spoiler, I think that this Eagles team should be able to handle it. And there's there's nothing you can say like there's no you know knock on wood you know we get like Derek Barnett back, but there's not like too much in terms of a COVID outbreak at the Eagles. You don't have your coach. You don't have a short week. You have a situation where you're going to be fully ready. You know what this game means, and it's you know it's your it's an opportunity to make the playoffs. So if they can't come out. And play their best football, which I think if they do, they beat this team. The trick for them is is not is the slow starts are mm-hmm. brutal the last couple of weeks, and that's what they that's what they had such a hard time with last week. And we'll get into last week's game a little more, but I do want to touch on some news and notes stuff we have here before sure. we get too deep in without. And you know, we always miss it and then try to double back. At the <laughs> yeah, end. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as far as the injury report, they released that two hours ago as of right now. Uh, a rest day for Fletcher Cox, but it's Wednesday, my dudes. Jordan Howard didn't practice with a stinger. Uh, Jason Kelsey rest day. Uh, Miles Sanders, big story this week, broken hand. Don't mm-hmm. expect him back before the playoffs, but they did not put him on, on IR. So yeah. that's interesting. That's good. If we do make the playoffs, we, we should have him back, I think. I don't know if he'll be the first week of the playoffs. I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, I don't. I don't know uh, how long or like any of the specifics of like a timetable. Yeah. I know that if he went on IR again, he wouldn't be able to be activated from there. So I think that's right. a lot of the strategy. So they're, so they're thinking they're, maybe yeah. there's a chance he comes back. I'll tell you this: I broke my fucking toe this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's going to be better by the play. It doesn't feel like you know maybe like a week and you'll be all right. No, no, no. it's tough for me too because you know I'm not an impressive specimen as it is. I got to rely on my speed and my agility, and it's gone now. Yeah, you, you've lost a lot of your nimbleness with, yeah. that, with that totally uh, terrible accident. So if there was a time to, to sneak me, now's the time. Now, yeah, yeah. if, if you want to sneak our uh, step on the toe may be just as effective. I would rather you sneak me than step <laughs> please, on my toe right now. Please it's, punch me in the face. It's throbbing as we speak. <laughs> uh, other stuff, uh, limited participants, Jalen Hurts because of the ankle. Uh you know, Lane, it was a limited participant, but it was just kind of half a rest day for him. So, and then a couple other guys that were not yeah, talking about. I think, I think uh, you know, going back to Howard, they're saying, I, I know there's a lot of worry because of uh, the stinger that ended his season uh, a couple years ago, the year that uh, you'll remember they were kind of a split backfield uh, with Miles Sanders, and then Miles Sanders took over that lead role with, with his injury. Um, they're saying that it's not as bad. Problem is with stingers, they're a little bit, they're a little bit weird in that. I don't know if it's just a a nerve. I think a stinger is. It's like something to do with. It's a like nerve. a nerve thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's weird to know. It's hard to know what it's going to be like. But hoping to get him back. But also with with losing Sanders, 
uh, to injury. The Eagles have signed Carryon Johnson. Uh, only to practice squad. Though. Only to the practice squad. But um, what would who knows have? if he'll even be activated. So it's, it's kind of determinative on if Howard plays. Uh, I think if he doesn't play, you'll see Carryon get, uh, get called up and you'll see a little bit more. Of I think it's going to be Gainwell and Scott, and then whoever the third guy is this week. Um, and I think it's a great opportunity to see a little more out of uh, Gainwell, and we'll see how this game works out against the the Washington football team. But uh, definitely would love to see Howard back because I think he was running pretty well last week, and but prior to that, prior to the injury, he was looking great. I think we're going to need him back because as much as I'm interested in seeing Gainwell, mm-hmm. Gainwell hasn't developed to the point where he's good yet between the tackles. Yeah. He's a really good like third down back, a really good pass catching back, but I don't really trust him to to do what Howard or Sanders do. Mm-hmm. So I really think it's important to us that we have that we have Howard back this week. I would have loved it if they went out. I don't know if he's on a team. I know he was cut from Tennessee. I don't know if he's on another team now. Don't say AP. I would have loved AP on this Eagles stop. team. AP first off you a, P- stop it, a Peterson you. Eagles jersey would have been funny. And, and I know you would have bought one. Oh, I definitely would have. Yeah, been, I know you would have. You're a sick. Freak. I would have been on DH Gate buying a five dollar jersey. Oh my god! Six. It's, I'll it's, buy a seven XL, and it's actually a, a, a medium. And it wouldn't in have my been size. worth how long it would have taken. To it would have literally. He would have been cut would, by the time it got here. Yeah, yeah. But but if he did, just scored one touchdown, and I mean with this offensive line, you know, Wiley Vet, like at who knows? Yeah, he'd so probably score a touchdown. Hey, put, in this put offense, AP yeah. put AP on your uh, radar, folks. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't bother putting AP on your radar, <laughs> folks. Uh, but hey, listen, what the fuck do I know, right? Well, well hey, listen, carry on Johnson, Jordan Howard. It's it's the place where old running backs get new life. Yeah, yeah, carry on Johnson, Jordan Howard are old, definitely old, old Wiley vets. <laughs> old, good old Wiley veterans. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to our weekly fist fight about Jalen Hurts. Yeah, let's just get right into it. Yeah, right? let's just let's just let's just do it. So I've kinda I've kinda come around to um I, you know, I I really listened to what you were saying over the last couple of weeks and I've I think I just want to come from this from a non emotional standpoint and just you know just talk straight facts. Psych um I, I I'm I'm at this point where where uh the Jalen Hurts experiment has become so polarizing that I watched a bunch of YouTube videos this week, uh, QB School, Thomas Pedersen, uh, there was a couple videos, like short clips from Ben Solak, PFF people, like, n- no one has the same opinion on this guy. It's it's actually one of the craziest things. I, I kind of yeah. zoomed out and taken my, my own emotion out of it because I think um, whether, whether you want to admit it, whether I want to admit it, there's a part of us when we talk about Jalen Hurts, that also wants to be right, ultimately. And I tried to take that out and zoom out, and I just realized no one has any idea what he's going to truly be. Everyone has, you know, you watch tape and they're like, this is really good, this is really good, this is really good, this is really bad, this is really bad. And then they finish their video and they're like, I guess we got to give him more time. Uh, And it's just, I'm I'm You're right. You're absolutely right. But that, like, for me, that's been, like, the problem where it's, like, really high highs. He he throws a ball sometimes that I'm like, oh, man. Like, like the that touchdown, Rager, th- the r- touchdown. The to touchdown Greg- of Devontae Smith yeah, that- was just a bullet. And he's done that a few times this year, always on the right side of the field while he's rolling right, a bullet into the corner of the end zone. It's, like, his signature play. But 
it's like a play that it's like, oh, man. And then when the lows are low, it's so bad. And what I've tried to do to myself, especially in the last few weeks, like you say, is I've tried to take take that play out of my head. I'm going to take the play where he missed Kenny Gainwell and fumbled the ball out of my head. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the play where he threw a rocket to, to Greg Ward out of my head. And what am I left with? And I think what I'm left with is like a middle-of-the-road quarterback, a mediocre quarterback who's got some issues with his arms but is a playmaker and can make things happen. And so when I'm judging that guy, has that guy done enough to be to sleep soundly in this offseason and not worry about his job? For me, the answer is no. But I understand that if you're thinking about the potential, I understand how somebody could be like, well, for, for me, the answer is yes. But... I just don't see how anybody's got a safe job in the NFL at the quarterback position if you're not a top five or ten guy anyway, and I just don't think he is. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm starting the a way I was thinking about it was we have Miles Sanders. I think Miles Sanders is a great running back. If Derrick Henry drops into your lap, you're going to take Derrick Henry. If 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 Jonathan Taylor drops into your lap, you're going to take Jonathan Taylor over Sanders. And I think that's where I'm starting to settle into with Jalen Hurts. If, like, Aaron Rodgers saying, you know, I'm going to come out, I'm going to, I want to come to Philly, I'm going to bring my boy Devontae uh, Adams over, and, and this is what you're going to get. Well, then I'm, I'm sending Jalen packing. If, if Russell Wilson in a, in a right price – you know, I'm I'm less on that, but I'm 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 coming around to the idea that maybe that's just like my rose colored glasses towards Jalen Hurts that I that I would say, you know, I'm open to the conversations of the trade for those stud quarterbacks. I hear what you're saying. I just think it's I think the difference is that quarterback the the measurable difference that a quarterback switch has on a team is more than like Almost, like any position. Oh yeah, yeah. So no, I, I more for not so the the talent jump to affect the team as a whole, but just ca- comparative players that like if if became available, you you're always going to want to improve even a position that I don't think many people have like too many arguments about like Miles Sanders as your running back one. Even if you have no argument, if you can upgrade that position and it makes sense, you're going to want to do it. So that's why I I don't know if Jalen Hurts can sleep soundly, but I think he's done enough to make make it so that he can sleep soundly against the Gardner Minshews of the world, the Kenny Pickett's, the the draft capital that you're going to have to spend and now, you know, with the draft picks the way they're falling, you know, all of them are now looking like you know, they're going to be on the other side of 18. Now it's like okay, we're going to have to package two of these, we're going to lose two of these picks whereas is Jalen Hurts and a stud wide receiver too that you can go out and get like Mike Williams or you know a miracle happens Devontae Adams something nuts happens you get two good wide receivers and you get to go fix your defense on the other side of the ball with a couple picks is that total product of the Philadelphia Eagles worth you know the opportunity cost of maybe going out and finding out what Kenny Pickett is or Matt Corral and and at this point I say yes because I'm starting to see, I've seen progress in Jalen Hurts. I think when you say you take out all those crazy, you know, the 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 ends of the spectrum, if you take the ends of the spectrums out for the first 7 weeks and then you take the ends of the spectrum out for the last 8 weeks, I think that he's a better player than he was coming into the year. I don't know what that ceiling is, but I think he's earned the right to let us see 
what he can turn into with a whole offseason as the starting quarterback. Because a lot of the stuff that we've been watching, you know, I know that you, you talk about it in the terms of, like, his arm strength. But even without that arm strength, the things that he may be able to improve over an offseason is, like, the zoomed out, like, looking at a play, reading a defense. Because that comes with time. That internal clock, things like that. And that's that just, brutal. And that and that's been really bad. And not it's not just the strength, it's the timing. Yeah. I mean, even even this deep into the season, mm-hmm. you know, there was that deep ball to Devontae Smith, which which I cued on a lot, where Devontae's got his guy beat, the safety's twenty yards away, he's got his guy beat by three arm lengths. If that ball is I think you know the one I'm talking about. Against Giants? Are we talking about the yeah, Giants? This yeah, this comes week, back to if it. If that ball is is just just lofted over him, mm-hmm. He walks into the end zone. Instead, he has to cut inside. He has to stop his motion, turn around, and catch the ball. And it's a 35 or 40-yard gain, so nobody's – how can you complain, right? But he should have had a touchdown. Later that drive is the drive, I believe, that he didn't see Dallas Goddard in the end zone. Yeah, and there was – we don't have to get into it because I think it was like the most retweeted tweet in Philadelphia. Yeah, everybody saw it's not part of his pre-snap reads because of what the defense was showing. But – Again, There's a lot of quarterbacks that's, that find that post-snap yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, the, no, that's – and I think, though, that – I mean, what what we can ultimately maybe agree on is that Jalen Hurts, if, if given the opportunity, you know, those are the things that I think with more playing time, with more reps, those are the things you can fix. He's never going to be able to throw – 80 yards on a rope like like Josh Allen can. No, like some no. of the, the things that he's never going to be a freak like the Josh Allens and the Justin Herberts and the Patrick Mahomes. But what he can be is, you know, all the things he's already shown to be with his like dy- dual threat, dynamic quarterback, you know, pretty pretty good in the run game, adds a, adds a layer to the run game. And if he can just get better, and, and this is something I'm stealing this from Ben Solak. Ben Solak said, essentially, when you are this type of quarterback, you don't have to be the freak athlete like Josh Allen, but when they cheat because they have to cheat because of your legs, you have to make them pay for cheating. And that's that's like the uh, route against uh, Washington where he had the guy streaking down the field. He wasn't the read. He was a clear out. But your your safety's cheating. Make him pay for that with Rager as opposed to Dallas Goddard for, for 35 yards. But those things... Those to me, and maybe maybe it's not going to be the case. Maybe he'll never learn it, but that feels teachable. I, and I don't know. You know, I'm not an athlete. I, no, well, I hear you. I'm, I'm an athlete. You are an athlete. Yeah, but I'm you not, look. You're looking pretty athletic today. Did, actually, where'd you get that hoodie? I got it for Christmas from my mom. So it's nice. Yeah, it's a Banana Republic joint. It's you know, I'm getting more into the fall type colors, trying to you know, Let's go look. Get for a you. little basic. Let's go look but, for you. you know. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much. The the holiday spirit is is with us at the Philly Specialist. <laughs> but but ultimately, you know, I, I think, you know, as as this year is going to wrap up, if you would have told me at the end of the year that the Eagles would be in the position that they are going into week 17, I would say, okay, well, I think he's going to have the job in 2021. I don't think he's like the man forever yet, but I think I think he's earned 2021 pending 2022, 2022 yeah. pending a Giants game uh, in the most important game of his career, which is arguably. We'll Sunday. see. Yeah, we'll see how this week goes. But I, 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 I got to tell you, I am. I've been a little bit of a, hair, a hater this year. I recognize that I've been a little bit of a hater. I've doubted Jalen Hurts a lot. I think that most of my uh, 
Yeah, you got to stand up out of that chair, buddy. You can't just can't just there's, a, there's an arm. I I you just got to stand up. You know, it's it's an awkward position. It's it's sunken in. Yeah, all right. In a weird uh, you say manner. so. It's not. It's, you know, not beer. just anybody. Listen, it's not built for athletes. Clearly, I, I explode out of chairs. This is a sunken. Well, it's tube. got a little rock to it. Yeah, it's got a little rock. Yeah, I, you can. I rock. need to be in firm. Uh, like you know, I'm used to sitting on benches. Like right, know, right, right. Athletes do. So, yeah. Do you want to wear cleats? You can wear cleats down I, here. I would, but I didn't want to mess up the carpet. Well, it's it's just. A I just rug. didn't want to mess Walmart up the car- for twelve dollars. I didn't want to mess up the. It's concrete. It's painted concrete down here for the most part. <clears throat> Anyway, you were talking about. I've been a big Jalen Hurts hater this year, and this past week, I mean, we were we were doing battle in the group chat this week Mm -hmm. about Hurts, and I've I've tried to take a step back, and ultimately, I don't think if I had to bet my money today, I think he's going to be in the league for a long time as a backup. I think he's got a high floor. I think his athleticism and his playmaking ability is undeniable, and it gives him a high floor. But I think that the things that he leaves on the field are the difference between you know, a good quarterback, a stopgap quarterback, a backup quarterback, and a great quarterback, a quarterback that can win you a Super Bowl. And I haven't seen enough development to believe that he's going to be that guy. All that said, Jalen Hurts has the benefit of – this quarterback class sucking, mm-hmm. and the only quarterbacks available, they're good. it's going to be a race between a lot of teams that have a lot of picks. The Giants are probably going yeah. to be in the market, even though they said this week they won't. Uh, the Jets aren't going to be in the market because they just drafted somebody. But you know, I don't want to get into a race for Russell Wilson or even for Aaron Rodgers right now based on our roster. Um, so do I think he's going to end up being a franchise quarterback here? or anywhere, right now, I'm not convinced. Do I think he'll be the quarterback in 2022? I think he'll have a real shot. I, I still think they, if they bring Minshew back, that's an interesting quarterback competition mm-hmm. to watch because their strengths are a little different. I think Minshew is better at reading a defense. and But if he can improve on, on, on that stuff, he may never have a big arm, but if the timing gets a little better, maybe those deep balls get hit a little, team- at, at, a, at a little bit of a better rate. You know, if if he reads post snap better, which seems to be to me that seems like his bigger problem is post snap, not really pre snap. Yeah, I can't really tell you if his pre snap reads are good or bad. How the fuck could I know that? Yeah, I think that's that's something I I, I in my Jalen Hurts uh, confirmation bias search, um, I found someone talk about he's he's good in pre snap, and then he struggles when he has a look and they don't do what they're supposed to do. Like uh, he described that play and he said, Bradbury made a very good play on the ball. And that wasn't, he wasn't expecting Bradbury to collapse in. And that's how Goddard gets open in the corner of the end zone. That being said, if you see, if, if you're seeing that, uh, you know, it's, it's so hard to now, cause it's like, it's, it's with all these people who are like quote, all 22 experts, you can get different opinions and it's just, Oh yeah. You know, they're, you know it's what drives me him. nuts about that? That the I don't want to call it an excuse because it sounds so negative, but like the reasoning away, like oh well, you know, it, based on the defense they were showing, that wasn't part of his like pre-snap reads. I don't give a fuck for a guy that's so willing to mm. go off script. Yeah, as much as he does, I don't want to hear that. Oh well, that wasn't part of the game. Get, get the fuck out of here! It wasn't part of the game plan for him to scramble out of the pot out of a clean pocket. Yeah. 12 times a game either but he does that 
And yeah, sometimes but- it's effective. Sometimes he makes plays. There's no doubt. But yeah. I mean, don't tell don't don't tell me that. Yeah, it's it's it's. From it feels pers- like a dry hand job. Yeah, cause it's like you can't you can't have it both ways, which which is what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um. But that's that's another thing that I think we we we've spent a lot of this year when we talk about Jalen Hurts, and I think the argument is: is he a franchise quarterback? Is he like who is he? What is he? What can he be? And to put a year two quarterback in a position where is he a franchise guy or not? There's probably seven franchise quarterbacks at most. And then I just watched Christmas Day, uh, Baker Mayfield play uh, quarterback, and I I can look at him and say I'd much rather have Jalen Hurts in his current you know situation. I you know. It's it's very apparent that I don't think Baker Mayfield's going to get trued up, uh, get re-upped on his contract for his fifth year next year, and especially not for the money that you pay quarterbacks. So when I see that, and it's so obvious to me that he's like he doesn't have that, and then I watch Jalen Hurts, and it's like there's ten plays where he's a middle of the road quarterback. There's seven plays where he looks like he has no idea what he's doing, and then there's seven plays where he looks like. He could be a freakazoid player on this in this league, and it's just he's he's been polarizing, and I just hadn't really thought about how how much that's about him as the player until I watched a player that it's like very easy. Like from I don't need to see any more from. I think it's pretty obvious. Mike yeah. Lennon, like the like guys that you know, you you know like that. That's then, the thing. He doesn't suck. Yeah, it's never been like this dude's trash. It's always been: is he good enough? Is he more than a journeyman? Yeah, and and uh, my question is: on top of that, if you have three first round picks and you know the the money that's coming, and he's going to be on that super cheap deal for about two more years. If he can fix, you know, these little things, and then you build up the team around him, a la getting Stephon Diggs for Josh Allen, not the same player, but just think about like a super boost to a player's offense. Can can you win with with you know not the best quarterback? I think the Eagles are the only team, or maybe not the only team, but they definitely could be the the loudest team to say you can win a Super Bowl without. A franchise quarterback because I don't think anybody's going to say Nick Foles is a franchise. Yeah, but, but you need you need specific. You've got to catch lightning in a bottle. Like if your strategy is like we're hoping we're we catch lightning, lightning in a bottle, bottle. again, I, that's ba- that's just bad to me. Yeah, but I also think that you can't you can't uh, keep say okay we're not going to be a, a Super Bowl contending contending team until we get like a sure thing home run franchise quarterback because they they just don't fall out of the sky. So it's I think. All in all, I'm I'm happier. That I had higher expectations for Jalen Hurts, but like trying to take it from like a perspective of like zooming out. Given that we win this game, I would say that I would give everybody across the board better grades than expected. Like if I did it from like an objective, like this team has outperformed if they make the playoffs. You know, quarterback coaching, even the defensive coordinator who's you know looking better. I was upset this week because I I. I really like getting in Jonathan Gannon's ass, and I can't. I can't this week. There's he, no way to. It, it was a good game. He, he, and, I mean, you you look at the level of play, but you got to play who's on your schedule. Like, you know, I, yeah, I hear I a lot of people trying to take away from the Eagles' wins because of who they played and, and, and on this run, and I heard the same thing in 2017. It's just this team. It's just that team. And then, you know, one marquee win, I would say, was probably – 
the Rams, and then you go into the playoffs and you beat the shit out of everybody. So, I and, you know, I, I think playing who you're supposed to play and beating who you're supposed to beat, and they're doing, you know, as bad as, like, being zoomed into the Giants game and being like, that first half was bad, then you scored 30 unanswered. And the same thing with Washington, scored 27 unanswered, or... Yeah, 27 unanswered. So they're still doing things that good teams can do. They just need to do it for four quarters. I, I think I think the problem is that the quarterback's a coin flip. Because of the way he plays the game, it's, ve- it's very like X-factor, right? Yeah. And it's not so much good fundamentals and stuff like that. And so there are times where it works out and we're going to score a bunch in, in one half, and there are times when it doesn't and we're going to – Look horrible for a half. Yeah, and it's like his margin of error is much smaller yeah. because those like got like like not to deflect from Jalen. Jalen plays bad, but Jalen uh, the Eagles because of where the quarterback is can't afford three drops in the first yes. first half. You can't you can't have messy penalties. You can't lose touchdowns because they don't have somebody like Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen who can just just you're not, say, you're not just going to turn around and make another great play. Exactly. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, so it's, I, I it's hear tough. You. I mean, and and, and I, I don't know what the answer is because, again, you just you just don't get Josh Allen's, and when you do, you sign them to deals that make my stomach hurt in terms of the amount of money that they make. Yeah. I, I Again, like I think he's really going to benefit from the fact that the options at quarterback this year are really, really yeah. limited. I mean, you're not – listen, Kenny Pickett's interesting – and we we bring him up a lot just because the pit connection. And, yeah, yeah I, I've I've watched a lot of Kenny Pickett. You know, I've I've yeah. and I think he's a I think he's going to be a good player. But I think he's another player. He's probably going to end up being one of the first quarterbacks off the board. I who, think so. Who would you take over him? Matt Corral interests interests a lot of people too. A little those bit. Are, yeah. Those are the two. I'm uh, sure one's going to be from North Carolina. Uh, Hal. Yeah, Sam Hal. Another someone's going to be a, a darling. We'll be talking about. How someone in the first They'll five climb gonna, right yeah. up the board. So yeah, they, they that'll be do. that'll be fun. But I I think all three of those quarterbacks, like I think of like Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh, and I'm like, that's a match made in heaven. That's a team he can pick up and just that team's going to be successful because they have a great defense. They have a great uh, you know they have a great receiving core, a great running back. They can work on their offensive line, but that'll get there. And I think they'll be successful with, and that'll be a good situation. Same way that I don't think Mac Jones, as much as I have to talk to my uncle about it every week, he's told me up and down, Mac Jones was the best quarterback. Eagles should have got him. I think Mac Jones fell into the best situation, which that defense is insane, and Belichick is Belichick. Yeah, I still think Trevor not Lawrence is the do, best quarterback. Yeah, you know Tre- what I mean. Trevor Lawrence is the most talented guy to come out of there. And look at the situation he's in. Speaking of the Jags, our boy Dougie P. Ooh, interviewing interview. this week, and I'm pulling for. Listen, I had my issues with Doug and the way the players were developed and his stubbornness with his staff. But I always liked Doug a lot, and I, I, I think he'd be the, a better fit on the Raiders. That would be my first location for him, but oh, I yeah. think he lives in Florida now. So, like, it, easy peasy. I like the Raiders thought a lot, and I, I like it because I like the idea of that team's kind of already put together, yes. and they've got, like, some older guys. You're, you know, I think he can get maybe special. the most out of the car, and then the rest of that team, that defensive line's really good. They they seem they're, – they're closer than people give them credit for, and they've I agree. Sh- showed it a little bit this year. I agree. Um, so – I wouldn't mind that either. That would be fun. Um, you Players know, I, coach like that, that's the kind of job mm-hmm. you really want them to walk into. 
Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, and and I mean, look at 2016 to 2017 Wentz. I mean, you can say it was Riker, you can say it was Doug. Maybe that's what uh, Trevor Lawrence needs, but he also has a bunch of other young talent, and it's an inexperienced team. It, it, it's a harder job to. T- I would personally prefer the the Raiders' job, but okay. Yeah, and and I would prefer the Raiders job, but you know, a job in the NFL, I think he'll take he'll take the one he can get. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. But ultimately, I think I think his best bet to to get to a Super Bowl is probably Raiders. So who wants to who wants to struggle through whatever the hell's going on in Jacksonville, man? I I really I feel sick about Jacksonville because I want them to be better than they are. Like they're they're a team like I I. I have a uh, a bunch of like teams year year in and year out that I, I I fall for and start to like because they're like an island of misfits toys. The but Jags. then yeah. like it was the Jet. But a couple years ago it was uh, Cincinnati, and I was really pulling from the get Barrow. Now they're like they got four guys that are twenty five years or younger, and they're all studs. Yeah, I'm like all right, good for them. Now I'm bored with it. Yeah, I hear that. So listen, we got a pretty cool treat for everybody this week. Uh, I have a Philly legend waiting in the wings to get on the pod this week. If you've ever worn some gear for Mitchell and Ness, you owe this man a thank you. And if you've ever had baby mama sauce, you're welcome. I got Big Rube on the line here. Rube, what's going on, brother? Oh, everything good. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Of course, man, of course. So listen, we're, we're over here doing battle about Jalen Hurts, and I want to get okay. your take. Has he done enough this year to sleep soundly in the offseason? I, I would say 60%. 60%? Yeah, 60% because, I mean, one, I you know, I'm public record. I never liked him coming out because I noticed that Oklahoma, he used to always stare down his first read. And, you know, I, I studied quarterbacks. I'm 48 years old, you know what I mean? I seen, like, the, the greats, the Marinos, the Jim Kellys, the Peyton Mannings, you know what I mean? They always look, you know, went to one, two, three progression. Like, he will always just look at his first receiver and throw there. And, you know, and the pros, when you get there, every, you know, it's uh, the best of the best. And they're going they go to look through that and you're going to have a turnover problem. And, and he, he got around that because, you know, Really, he's he's not a big turnover prone, so he proved me wrong there. He uh, he's really progressing. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. I think his playmaking ability kind of carries him through. Uh, he's got a little bit of issue with his arm, and you're right, he does stare his guys down. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I feel like he also doesn't. One of the things that I've noticed is he does that stare down that first read, and what I've mm-hmm. noticed is he kind of like will will not have that full on like. I'm I'm darting this ball in there, and a lot of the times I've seen him like hitch, and I think mm-hmm. that's like saved him from interceptions that he would otherwise have. Like if he just is, I'm eyeing down Goddard, I'm eyeing down Goddard, and then he like freezes on that throw, and then like looks. Well, he's smart. looking to he's looking <clears throat> to take off. Yeah, now yeah, that I guess that's the playmaking ability. <clears throat> Rube, we, yeah, we know you're a. We we know you're a big Pittsburgh fan too, so I wanted to give you the opportunity, even though this is a Birds podcast, to talk yeah. about your boys. <laughs> Well, you know, when I saw you the other day, I mean, I'm I'm highly disappointed with they that the, the performance they gave up, and I mean, I haven't seen that in over thirty years with the embarrassment to KC. 
You know what I mean? It was, it was no effort on both sides of the ball. You know, when Deontay Johnson fumbled that ball, I was livid. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know what I mean? Wide open. He could have ran 10 more yards, and he just, you know, wanted, wanted to hold it like he Deion Sanders and fumbled it. So, you know what I mean? I just say, look, they, they were in the last spot as well as the Eagles, so I think it's a wrap. So, I, you know, just look forward to 22. That's it, man. You think the birds are going to make the playoffs this year? Yeah, I think they. I mean, they 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 going they going to blow through Washington, and and then you know with the, the Eagles got. I mean, with Dallas got everything wrapped up, they going to come here, and the Eagles just going to take them down. So you know, I mean, they, the seventh seed is theirs. Yeah, yeah. I I, I got a question for you, Big Rube. Uh, yes. I know I know you uh, have some history with Mitchell and Ness, so I got to ask you. What is the greatest throwback jersey of all time? The, I mean, sold or the one that I like? I mean, the one that you like. The one that I like is uh, the the bullets, the West Unsell bullets, because it was so hard to make, and you know, it was a four hundred and fifty dollar jersey, and we didn't stop. Damn. You know, because you know. The object of what we did, we made the authentic replica of what they wore. So the same material that the bullets wore back then, that's the same material made it. And it was made domestically in America. So that the same manufacturer that made it, and we made it a small allotment, you know, because it was a high-end product. So that, you know, I couldn't keep it in stock. You know what I mean? Is uh, If you look at the... Uh, old boy uh, video with uh, Cameron and Jim Jones. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't in that and a few more, you know, Puff. I put that on Puff. So that was uh, that, that was one of my favorites. The, the whole process of that being made, you know, I saw it soup the nuts. So mm-hmm. that, uh, that that's it right there. Rube, you're a man of many talents. What else you got going on right now? I know you're cooking, man. I know you, I, that baby mama saw something else. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm come bless y'all with some tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, the, um, you know, I got my place at Manny Arthur Pictures Club, you know, Chef Big Rude's Kitchen, forty three twenty six Main Street. And I'm open from Thursday to Monday, and you know, people come get my fried chicken, my burger, my cheesesteak is is the the best on the Karangi roll, and you know, I, I make it I make it real, you know. Uh, uh, artisan feel to to everything that I do. You know what I mean? Everything is uh, all natural ingredients, and I'm not putting out anything just to, you know, throw it out there. Like, it, it's, it's getting specially made for you when you order it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anywhere else? Are you still at any of the any of the bars in Philly? I know you were over at Moonshine for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I was doing that. Actually, I'm going uh, to collaborate at, uh, at the old... Uh, Wolf Tavern, and it's called uh, Burgers and Wolf on uh, front and uh, Wolf. I mean, sorry, second and Wolf. So every Wednesday, I'm gonna be doing a pop up there with my fried chicken. Oh hell so yeah! Be back. Yeah, I'm gonna be back in your hood. You know? Oh man, that's actually yeah. that's actually five doors down from my house. I live on Durfer Street. I could uh, so I'll be I'll be seeing you on a Wednesday for sure. I no I, yeah, I must be living Wednesday. under a rock because I did not uh. I, I didn't. I was not educated to the food that you had been making, but 
just just off of that statement and looking you up a, a little bit before this because Edward uh, Eric. Oh God, I just called you Edward. Sorry. Uh, you know, naming the, naming the role in the in the cheesesteak conversation. That's yeah. that's a thousand points because that is. Ninety percent of the cheesesteak, making sure that the roll is is able to handle yes, everything else on there. That's a as oh, a big God. man, I respect another man telling me the roll that's on the cheesesteak. That's huge. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I get the, the, the seeded uh, mm-hmm. Italian loaf, carangies. Uh, uh, you know what I mean. I, and I put my confit garlic butter on there, and I put a little <laughs> toast on there with the Australian beef knuckle that I get some cannolis. And uh, I caramelize the onions, you know what I mean? So it's all diced up well in there, nice and sweet and spicy. So you don't really taste, you know what I mean? People, they uh, do cheesesteaks and you take a taste in a hunk of onions. Nah, it's, it all flows in the meat. And I mean, 99.9%, nobody put no ketchup on there. You just eat it like Oof, it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we, we lunch about 1230 at the check cash, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Listen, Rube, I got one more question for you. We've yes. been fighting about this for about, how long we've been friends? Ten years? Ten years, more. Drums or flats? I'm, uh, I'm a flat guy. My uh, man! Uh, yeah. All the goodwill's yeah, ruined. Can, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you know, you can grip the flat at the bottom and just take one bite and it all comes off. And you holding those two pieces of bone. Yeah, I mean, it's easier to dip in the blue cheese. Yeah, I, I like the wrong. I like the drum because I like the dipping ability of the drum because I like to get a yeah. lot of blue cheese in there. So, no doubt. I mean, I prefer both, but I yeah. mean, I'm a I flat over the drum. I've never it's met a wing I didn't to. like, to be honest with you. Yeah, please believe it. <laughs> yeah, not my wings, and I do a three process. I brine. Braise them and then I fry them to order. So you know what I mean. They they already the flavors locked in. Everybody that tastes it like it comes off the bone. It's like no, because you know most places they just take it out the package and do a par fry. And then when you order it, they fry it. You know they're done. No, my 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 wings is brining right now. Tomorrow I'm gonna braise them for like forty five minutes or three fifty. And then when you order them, they going down in a fryer, and, and they toss with my baby mama sauce, and I make homemade lemon pepper. You know, they so I dehydrated the lemons, uh, and there's no fillers in there. It's just dehydrated lemon, salt, uh, granulated garlic, and um, uh, butcher's uh, pepper. Big Rube does not play. Everybody, no, he no, does not no. play. This be, this you better come a, hungry. A, a porn podcast. Today. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to that back. <laughs> I, we got to get out to Pitcher's Pub for an Eagles game. Maybe we'll do it. Uh, yeah, this Sunday. this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Maybe we will do that this do, Sunday. I, I'm gonna be hungover, but I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, we'll work. figure it out. Listen, Rube, I'm gonna let you go, but before I do, give me a score prediction this week. Eagles, Washington. What's the final? Oh man, I think y'all gonna do it like uh, forty to thirteen. Hell Ooh, yeah, love it. Love forty it. to thirteen, big Rube. Thanks for joining us today, man. We really appreciate it. It was great having you on. Everybody, make sure you check out Big Rube at Big Rube Harley on Instagram. Check out Pitcher's Pub. Go see him on Wednesday nights at, at uh, Wolf Burger. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and check him out. See what he's got. Yeah. We appreciate yeah, you coming on, Rube. And my other Instagram is at Chef Big Rube. So, 
You know what I mean? Come come grub with with me, holler at me, and you know, let's connect. There it is. All right, brother. We appreciate you getting right. on, man. Thank you. All right, thank you. Holler. There it is, everybody. Big Rube. Big Rube. Man. That's a Philly legend right there. That was he was talking, you know, just everything about that conversation was a great wild ride. He said he got he was calling P. Diddy for for you young young bulls, if you will. Yeah, Puff. Puff. He was calling him Puff. That's what he used Puff, to be. That's Puff. what he was. He's yeah. Puff Daddy. He's Puff. Yeah. But you know, that's that's a. Oh, he, I can only think that's of, the OG spokesman for Mitchell and Ness. Can you think about like what one. he's done for Anthony Panvini's life? Anthony has no Huge. idea. Think about every 2008 Stella Maris mixer. Think think about this is our the, biggest guest since Delco Robbie. Seriously, but the baby blue Ladanian Tomlinson jersey. I can <sighs> hung down to below my knees at at Stella Maris talking to zero women drinking Diet Coke after Diet Coke. Just <laughs> not not a single dance move had. Come home, my mom goes, "How was it?" That was all right. Right, right downstairs, play about 14 hours of Madden. R.I.P. John Madden, uh, by the way. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. John Madden, what's your favorite Madden game? Do you do you have a, a Madden game memory? Uh, yeah, my favorite Madden game is Madden 2003 with Marshall Falk on the cover. Yeah. It's my favorite because it was the first one I ever had. Mm-hmm. I had it on GameCube. And uh, when you returned a kick on GameCube, you could just spam both jukes, the mm-hmm. right and left, and no one could stop you. Just spam them as quickly as you possibly can, and it was untackleable. So, so I had an N sixty four, and I had Madden two thousand two system. Yes, and, and my dad was Mister Goldeneye, Mister Perfect Dark, uh, and we would we would be competitive with each other in Madden. Then we got the PlayStation two, and he still still liked the games, but he wasn't what he used to be. Didn't play it as much. It's the controller. Yeah, the control- hard to hard to adapt after that N sixty four thing. That thing was. Fucking weird. We we would play a little bit of uh, Madden 2003 after I got it for Christmas. Uh, we played three games. The first two games were competitive. I think he won one. I won one. Uh, there was the third game where I beat him 58 to 10. He stormed out of the room and never played, never played Madden. Again. <laughs> never played again. You know what? That's similar to uh, me and Eddie. Uh, <laughs> I used to, me and I used to live with Eddie. He was my roommate for a while, and I've never lost a game of Madden to Eddie. And he just every time we're around anyone, he tells people he beats me. He's never beat that's, me. That's a lot like Anthony Anthony Panvini. If you're listening to this, you're trash at Madden. I've, I've, I think our my overall record is like 452, 210. The 10 ties are because we have to go somewhere. Uber's here. You want to just drink this beer instead, like things like that. But you know, over 200 games, over 500 at this point in I my believe- career. Yeah. I have no reason not to believe you. It's mainly because I I lie with such confidence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. We got a couple other little segments we want to do. What time is it? Oh, you know, time to time to talk draft. Couldn't couldn't be us who had the draft segment be the most important part, and now we're talking playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, it's for all three teams involved. Uh, Miami, pick number 19. They have Tennessee and New England, two tough games. Uh, I think they ultimately fall out of the playoff contention, but I've been saying that. Uh, I hate Miami so much. They're, they're killing us. Uh, the Eagles are picking 20th, probably going to pick. Uh, that's projected. Probably going to actually be 32nd. Yeah. And then you have Indy. Indy has L, uh, Las Vegas and Jacksonville. It looks like being three games over the 500 means they're going to make the playoffs. 
Uh, they do have some COVID situation going on with their quarterback, but uh, I think that because of the new protocols, he may be back by Sunday, barring he's asymptomatic. Well, he is unvaccinated because uh, nobody ever said he wasn't a dork, and he is. And he is unvaccinated, so I don't know yet. It may still be 10 days. I, I They I, just changed it uh, Tuesday that it's they've gone to the CDC. Okay. But he has to be uh, So I read that the NFLPA was in talks with the CDC. Okay. And I, I didn't that, know that they made it I wish they official, wouldn't but. have done that um, because now there's like no negative tests. There's no way this goes poorly. Um, but I guess – you know, they're grown men doing their job. They can they can make their own decisions, I suppose. It's really funny to me that uh, the week after it became a virtual impossibility for us to lose a first round pick, he's going to miss some time. That's yeah. It's it just really look, it, it's just really funny. He's really he's really put the Eagles on his back this year uh, by by making making it uh, a point. You know, missing a birth of his child. You know. Playing with two sprained ankles, just he's really done a lot for the Eagles this this uh, this year. So appreciate the first pick, and you know wherever it ends up, it ends up. But three first round picks are still three first round picks. So yes, I'm pretty pretty happy. Hoping everybody root heavily for Tennessee and uh, Las Vegas this year. Maybe we get a little luckier uh, this week, and, and some of these guys fall out of the playoffs. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. If if he doesn't play, I could see Vegas maybe sneaking one out. If Vegas could win this game, they would be nine and seven. The Colts would be nine and seven, and you're going to assume, you know, the Chargers don't lose to a team like whoever they're playing after losing to Houston. I think they're going to win. I, I have no idea who they're playing. Um, if they, if you can't come back from losing to Houston, uh, you don't deserve to play in the NFL. It's yeah. it's bad. That was a bad loss. Uh, it happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we lost to the Giants. Detroit so. beat Arizona. Yeah, it's crazy year. Crazy year. Yeah, it is a wacky year. Um, what else do we have, man? We got a couple other things we want to do. Oh, we're doing betting corner a little early yeah, today. Yeah, a little early. Because I hit that button by accident. Well, here's the good thing about that. It, it actually plays back into that playoff uh, discussion we had. The Eagles do clinch the playoffs if they win, San Fran wins, and Green Bay wins. So my bet of the week is going to be the Eagles uh, playoff bet uh, parlay. Take all those things at money line. Packers are like at minus four hundred. Uh, San Fran's at minus seven hundred, and the Eagles are like uh, say like minus two hundred. Put it all together, you get like a plus one thirty. Put a hundred bucks on it, you win one hundred and thirty bucks. Eagles make the playoffs. It's the best day of your life. It takes the sting out of uh, going back to work on Mar- uh, January third. You know, it just seems like a uh, a good bet. Um, my. Egg bet is an interesting. If the Eagles one. win this week, I'm eating a raw egg. I got an interesting one this week. I got a funny feeling that Jalen Rager is dying to break out. I think he's going to have a hundred yard game. This, this is week. an incre. Hang on, this is an incredible take from you. Yeah, I hundred yards, Jalen so Rager. I had this same thing happen to me with Nelson Aguilar in 2016. I hated his guts, but now you know I saw him chase down. Uh, Montez Sweat, I believe it was, on that fumble. He's hustling. You know, he's, he's 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 starting to win me over with just like pure effort and like he's uh, not to get back into a Jalen Hurts fight, but he's been let down by the quarterback more than he's let the quarterback down this year. He had a couple drops. Uh, he's terrible in the return week. game. I, I'll give you that. I, so so, but I think I think he's he's got something that may may re- I don't think it, it'll happen, but I mean I'm offering. To the raw egg gods 
a raw egg if he gets over 100 yards. And if he gets over 100 yards, I don't think we have to worry about the Eagles winning because, pro- I mean, Devontae Smith at that point has 500. So He's so good. He's so good. We, we have this conversation every week. He's he's ridiculously he's, good. He's so good. And, you know, as, as much as I'm, like, you know, blowing Rager a little bit here about the effort, if the Eagles can go out there and get, like, a, a, a good big wide receiver like, you know, Mike Williams – is is the guy I've circled a hundred times, or you know, even even less or so, like an Allen Robinson, somebody who uh, is a possession receiver. I think if he can get a little pressure taken off of him, it's it's wheels up for this offense. I think they're that close. I had a thought the other day of someone that may be available Ooh. that I think would just round this this offense out so well. Michael Thomas. Ooh, coming off an injury, we know. Didn't show up this year for the Saints at all. Last year there were some rumblings that he may be available for trade. And they need to rebuild because they clearly don't have a quarterback there. Ooh, I would like that. I would I would be I would listen to that. Might be just the right just the right fit. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I mean, there's a there's a great list of wide receivers. I think a lot of wide receivers last year opted for shorter deals or franchise tags so that they would get paid this year. Some of it worked for, you know, some not so much. I think Allen Robinson hurt his stock a little bit. But ultimately, I think there's going to be one or two wide receivers that the Eagles can really make a run at with this extra cap that could take this offense to the next level. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> also, Got a couple more things. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. Also, the, all that being said, I, I think we need to demand that uh, Jason Kelsey does not retire if we get a, a stud a stud receiver. I'm inclined to agree. I want. If there is some kind of science that can be done to keep Jason Kelsey young forever, don't let him get any older. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should throw all of the smart people in the world in a room, and they're going to be like, what are you going to do, like cure COVID? And I'm going to be like, no, more important, <laughs> keep Jason Kelsey young forever. Yeah, actually, you know, while you're at it, just this whole offensive line right now, just – just, let's, just let, make and, them and go back them. in time. Meanwhile, and get get me two years ago, Brandon Brooks, so that my offensive line is Brooks, uh, Kelsey, Lane, Mylata, and Dickerson, and just the vibes would Give be me that. incredible. Super Bowl, Super Bowl team, immaculate vibes. You're absolutely right. We do have a crumb bum of the You're week. A crumb creep, oh, lush who's that? Coward. Dan Snyder. Fuck Dan Snyder. Ah, uh, fuck Dan. Snyder. We could make it Dan Snyder every week yeah, if we wanted. Wouldn't be a problem. Oh, Colin Coward. Uh, also projected the Eagles to be three and fourteen. Crumb bum of the year. You're a crumb, crumb bum of the year. Lush coward. Anybody else? Who else is a piece of shit this week? Uh, Me. You're a crumb the- creep. Lush coward. Oblong mirrors. You're a crumb creep. Lush coward. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll post the video. Of, of I got the- my foot. That's crushed a- this week by a big I- mirror. I would like it if you could somehow put text on uh, the mirror. And have that say Philadelphia Eagles, and then have the toe be Washington football team, and then slam it. Does anyone know how to do that? If you know how to do that, and you're listening, we got the raw video, and I'll pay you. Yeah, do it. One dollar, one whole dollar, one U.S. dollar coming your way. I'll put it in the mail in an envelope. Did we touch on any uh, keys to the game this week? By the way, no, but we do have to touch on some keys to the game. So let me. uh, Do we have a key button now? Let me. No, no, we have... I'm going to make a key sound. Ooh. That's when the lock opens? Yeah, like a jingle right into the... 
Wait, hang on. Maybe or I the can slage, find a do you have a slage button? Uh, I'll, I'll Classic st- meme right there. While you, while you get into the key noises, I'll say that the Eagles are right now, as of taping, favored by three and a half points. The over-under is 44 and a half. And, uh, One hour of jingling keys. Ooh, my cat would love this. What's that? What is that? All right, that sounds more like quarters dropping. That's the worst sound I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. So the key to the game, who, who is that? Who, who's the username that made that video? I, crumb bum of the year. Crumb bum of the year. You're a crumb creep, lush back, coward. <laughs> back into the vibes. Uh, Eagles need to, uh, I think that as, as bad as they've started both of these last two games against lesser competition, I think that this team... Uh, that they're playing now is a little healthier. Uh, they have their quarterback back. You cannot afford to start slow against them. That being said, uh, don't. That would be that would be my speech. Hey, also, I I don't I don't want to nitpick Sirianni or Hertz because I feel like if I do that, I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul. In the context of I don't nitpick Jalen Hurts and I nitpick say, uh, Sirianni a little bit more, but let's open up the first drive with a handoff. Uh, I don't know why we started off the game last week throwing the ball three times, uh, which had the guy, like, just the the thing that you do the best in the league, I would suggest lead with your best foot forward, run the ball until they stop it, and then pass it. But maybe I've gone full old man. I think I may have gone full old man this season. I would say right there, that's full you may man. have because they run the ball like forty times. A yeah, game. yeah. But I so want, it's like, but the most important one, you know, you, you, there's there's only one first impression. Run the ball up the middle, boom, three yards in a cloud of smoke. Set the tone. Oh, three yards set in the, a cloud of dust. Set the tone. Yeah, John Madden, classic old man quote right there. <laughs> Cla- absolutely like. classic. Listen, if you're averaging three and a half yards a carry, guess what? You never have to pass it. Three and a half, three and a half, three and a half. First down. That's nine, ten. Yeah, boom. First down. Ten and a half. Ten. Yeah, you got. That's you got, pretty good. You got a half to spare. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you though. I mean, I think not starting slow is important every week, but it's especially important this week because this is our season. Yeah. They got to get out. They got to play well from the rip. You cannot go down. I know this Washington football team isn't lighting the world on fire, but they are a capable team and, and they're a little inconsistent, but they can they can they can play. You know, they've got a really good front seven. You've got to protect your quarterback this year, ha- uh, this week. Hasn't been a huge problem thus far with the way the O line is playing, but they are going to bring pressure. Even last week, you know, you saw the Giants, they were doing everything they could to collapse the left side last week. Play after play after play after play. They were bringing pressure on the left side. So Got to figure out what we're going to do about that. Got to got to stop that front seven. Um, obviously, need to see some better play out of Hurts early in the game. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I oh, think... oh, oh, who's here? If the Eagles win this week, I'm eating a raw egg. I didn't forget, oh, Dom. Thank God, Dom has owed me an egg for two weeks, and thankfully, my lovely soon-to-be wife Dominique is here with an egg for Dom. Thanks, it's Dom. a brown I really egg. Appreciate you. Don't look for me on Second Street. <laughs> And I'm not gonna let you get away with it, Dom. Listen, I, I'm not gonna let you for. I'm not gonna let the people forget. Listen, I'm not. I'm not a perfect person, okay? Um, 
I'm and this is this is me literally swallowing person. my pride. Anybody like Hoobastank? And not to mention, all that being said, he wins you an egg bet, and then he gets COVID. Oh, why does that look so viscous? Is it all? Are they always this? Do they always look this way? And I'm just this is the first time I'm sober. Looks like a regular egg. I don't like it. Crack that beer. You're gonna need it. Yeah, I'm gonna need it. All right. Well, I figure. Do you want the egg sound? If the Eagles win this week, I'm eating a raw egg. It's got to go on the story. I'm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm gonna film this. <sighs> you're you're thinking right. All right. Well, listen. Um, if I'm gonna do this, I I acted like a grown man earlier during the Carson Wentz segment. He's a selfish person. He's a bad teammate. I hate him. And if you think for a second that I didn't enjoy every second of this week, hopefully, you know, God willing. Just eat the egg. whole entire family's healthy. Just eat the egg. I don't egg. want anyone to die of COVID. I hate Carson Wentz and fuck How about Salmonella? Oh. Another egg bet paid. Oh. It's a lot of flavor. Oh, no. I don't think I filmed any of that. Oh, that's good. I didn't film any of that. Well... Well, I can promise you that I did it. It hurt. Yep, didn't film any of that. I'm the sorry. The problem with it is... Whoops! The problem with the egg, right, is not the taste, but the, the texture the minute it hits my lips just turns me off. Well, why do you offer to eat egg every single week? Because I think to myself, the universe is all about giving and taking. You know, I watch Shang-Chi... You're going to give yourself salmonella and take a lot of shit. Yeah, but in you know what I'm offering out to the world, I said here's what I want. If it, I would be happy if Jalen Rager has 100 yards, and then I think of the universe to give back, kind of like okay. as a giant. You know, I'm not. I'm not specifically. I'm not saying that the dragon is Asian, but the Asian flare dragon with the the curly long. Ta- you know whatever this is called it looks like a little mustache i'm i'm giving a lot to the listener here but what i want you to picture is like think shenron 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 but like mm, less green more red that's what i think the egg dragon looks like that i offer an egg to every week birds by a million oh but yeah definitely birds by a million birds by a million um if uh if you guys this is this is Alleviate Media, if you're listening to this, this is I want I want this in the uh positive grade for Dominic. Uh if you have an idea for a birds by a million shotgun idea, don't tell me it. Just film it and then we'll post it on our on our reels. Oh, that's the one. Look at me. Birds by a million. Send us your birds by a million ideas. Film it up, we'll post it on our reels, and tag you in it, and you'll get as many views as we can get. And that's quite a bit. We got like 3,000 on the last couple. Can you imagine 3,000 people looking at you all at once? Naked. Naked. Who's naked? You or them? I'm naked standing next to you doing the Birds by a Million video. That's the lucky winner. You get to do the video in front of me. You get to do the Birds by Million video with Dom naked. We're going to, uh, this is a case and call for a person that wants to do porn with Dom. 
Yes, this is also He's going to be just, naked. We're just spitballing. This isn't, you know, set uh, oh, birds by a million. Bird, bird, all right. <laughs> bird, birds by a million. Anyway, I think that's all we got for you today. We've been here for an hour and 8 minutes. We had a good episode today. We had Big Rube on. That was really fucking cool, I thought. I can't believe he's right around the corner from me. I'm so excited to yeah, try it. Yeah, me too. I'm, That's I'm great. stoked. I'm very excited for that. We got a couple more cool things in the works for you. If the birds make the playoffs, we're gonna, we're hoping we're going to be able to do a live pod. Hell yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll update you guys with the details after this week. We'll let everybody know. Of course, we talked about the Giants. Of course, we talked about the upcoming Washington football team game. And I didn't pick a song or to a play score. out to. Uh, or, oh, we need to pick scores, scores, though. Scores scores, and uh, stalling. I'm going to go with a very realistic score. I think the Eagles are going to win, obviously, 31-13. Uh, to f- 13. 31-13. Big group said 40-13, to 13, I think, right? Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't think it's going to be a 40-13 to 13 game. I think it's going to be close. I feel like this week is a 28-24 game. I think it's going to be a little tighter. I think it's going to be a little tighter. I wouldn't mind a, a, like a game-winning drive. Actually, Ooh. I don't want to be stressed out. I want to enjoy my Sunday. Uh, yeah, I'd like to just dominate. But if not, a nice game-winning drive to, to seal us into the playoffs after that parlay hits. Woo, I that. could go for that. We're going to lead you guys out with a little, if you remember Guitar Hero, we're going to get that Guitar Hero action going. We appreciate you listening. Go Birds! This is like in in, uh, the MCU when people stay after the credits. Oh, yeah. This is a little bonus action. If you you got this far, you are truly a fan of the podcast. Yeah. And we're here to tell you a story about Dom this Uh, past weekend. About? Not having COVID. Dom, take it away. Oh, yes. I did not have COVID this week. Uh, I was not feeling well Monday and Tuesday. Uh, I... Went over to my sister's house last night uh, to grab some milk because I thought that warm milk mixed with... You need some milk. I needed milk, basically. Uh, And I stopped in and I noticed that my sister, who I was spending Sunday with, had two COVID tests uh, sitting on our table and she was staring at them. Her and her boyfriend were not feeling good. Doing the people. He needs some milk. Oh! Uh, He needs some milk. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I asked my sister basically, you know, wh- you're not feeling good either. She says yes, uh, but we have dinner plans on Friday, uh, New Year's Eve, to eat steak at Capitol Grill. Uh, and I look around. I said, why haven't you guys taken the test yet? And I look at 
Chris Leonard, my my sister's fiance, and he says, "I want that steak bad." Um, long story short, me and my sister took the test. We were COVID negative, and I asked my sister simply, "Do you think our bodies knew <laughs> that steak was coming our way, and and that uh, that COVID?" was repressed by our body and she said 100%. So, if you're wondering, uh you can simply beat covid by wanting wanting steak, steak bad yeah. enough and maybe eating raw eggs. Yeah, I haven't got it since I started and it's been 16 weeks. And I haven't had 16 raw eggs, but I've had more raw eggs than I've had more I would venture to guess that I've had more raw eggs than most people's have in a year so i i was looking up uh how many people a year die from salmonella or well not from salmonella but from raw egg consumption Mm -hmm. which essentially leads to salmonella and kills them but it's not all salmonella deaths and it's like it's something like 20 people a year right but there's like two hundred thousand raw eggs consumed consumed per year so and i'm consuming at least so so it's 20 and one in every 20,000 raw eggs contains salmonella. Oh. But like I could just ignore that. What's one in 20,000? It's pretty good. And then even if you get salmonella, I'm going to poop and then I'll be You're fine. likely not going to die. Right, because it's and also I like is that in the United States or is that in the the world? US, it's U, it's US. Oh, well that's not great. But No, it's better. Yeah, no, I would want it worldwide because I would think that their eggs, like in like like third world countries, probably have more salmonella eggs than mine. Yeah, but egg. there's probably also people that die of salmonella here that couldn't get the care they needed because they didn't have insurance. It doesn't happen in like Italy. Right. They just go to the hospital or like right. Canada. I don't feel good. Yeah, and I have health insurance, so. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> I'll, I'll drink an egg to that. We're glad you listened this far. We're glad you listened to the uh, little MCU bonus post post pod. Listen, go Bears! I'm gonna go home and watch Black Widow.